Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, What Are You Waiting For? It's from 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. Think back. Remember when we were in elementary school and there were various classroom jobs? The teacher usually had a large pocket chart on a bulletin board or wall where student names were placed next to assignments. Man, I felt like I had hit the jackpot when I got to be the office monitor. It came with the all-important job of walking the daily attendance numbers to the office. Think of it. I actually had permission to be out of class, serving as the representative of Mrs. Hogan's fourth grade class. Complete with the telltale goldenrod colored envelope with the tie clasp that carried students' names and other important communication to the office. That envelope substantiated my authority and my official business. Back in the day, it was power, and I liked it. I had a mission, I knew it, and I felt important. Last year, I stood outside the stately gates of Buckingham Palace in England and watched as the guards changed stations in their very traditional regal style and pomp of the centuries-old tradition. But make no mistake, the guards, they're professional soldiers commissioned to protect the Queen of England. Imagine being commissioned by the Queen being about the official business of the Queen of England. Wow! In the opening verses of 1 Timothy, note how Paul describes himself. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the royal command of God, our Savior, and of Jesus Christ, our hope, writes this letter to Timothy, his true child in the faith. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. Paul knew he had been chosen, and it was his honor and privilege, as well as his highest duty to serve the king, the king of kings. But Paul was not the only one. You and I, Christian, have been commissioned as well. And not just commissioned to be a number in the rank and file, or a blurred face in the crowd, but set apart for greatness in our service. Consider what Jesus said, I assure you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and he will do even greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. John 14, verse 12. Whatever could he mean, saying we would do greater works than him? Well, he said he was going to the Father, and he explained that upon his departure, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, would come forever. John 14, verse 16. The Holy Spirit came like the wind, as recorded in Acts chapter 2, and ever since, to every person who believes and receives Christ, the Spirit inhabits and empowers. So in His name and through the power of the Holy Spirit, His followers would do even greater things than Him. How are you doing? In your select service to the King, Do you discharge your duties with the aplomb of a fully engaged, highly charged, devoted follower of Jesus? It is to that life of adventure, just like Paul, that we are called. 
royally commanded. It is extreme living, filled with surprises and always so much love. Paul understood life before Christ, and he knew life without Christ. But once he met Jesus on that Damascus road, there was no going back. The joy, the love, the peace, it could not be found apart from Jesus. That much he knew. The relationship he experienced with God empowered and emboldened him in such a way that he lived all out, holding nothing back, making every aspect of his life about connecting others with God. It was one rugged adventure after another. How did Paul become part of the King of Kings royal command? Jesus got his attention, and Paul responded. He surrendered himself fully to God. He did not try to live in two different worlds. No way. Paul had a high calling. Being willing to obey God's leading, he answered the call, and he lived a life of full abandon ever after. What are you waiting for? It's possible to have all the external signs of greatness and yet inwardly long for something more. Do you? Do you long for something more? Then do not settle for good enough. No, filled with the Holy Spirit, trust God to use you in powerful ways, soaring above mediocrity. Come on, what are you waiting for? Life can never be dull again when once we've thrown our windows open wide and seen the mighty world that lies outside and whispered to ourselves this wondrous thing. We're wanted for the business of the king. You'd like to read this or print it out? Consider the sources? You can go to pastorwoman.com, click on morning briefings, and again the title is, What Are You Waiting For?,